Welcome to Reconnect with Plant Wisdom. I'm your host, Tigrila Gardenia, nature-inspired mentor and leadership coach. In this podcast, I share ancient and modern knowledge from biology to spirituality about the wondrous ways in which plants can help you lead a naturally conscious life. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back. Welcome to episode 34, going from change to evolution. This is a really powerful episode. I'm really excited to be here and to be talking about this subject because this is one of those moments where science and spirituality and personal development and professional development too all coincide together. And it's, yeah, this is what makes me so excited to do the work that I do because Um, I find that the more I, the more I work with people, the more I start to bring together these ideas, the more the science starts to back up everything that we're talking about. But let, let me, let me, let me be more specific. Okay. Let's get into this because the other day I got a message from one of my clients, um, and he had found an article that talked about a new discovery that just came out. And this new discovery was per, it was, um, a published paper. You know me, I love my papers. If you've never heard me talk about papers and research studies and, um, and articles about the latest research, please check out my live commentary, my plant consciousness commentary that I do every Friday. It's every Friday, um, live in the naturally conscious community. And then I republish it on other channels. So you can find it on YouTube. You can find it on Facebook, but really, the naturally conscious community on Friday is where I do it live. And, um, and so I'm always going through all of these papers and breaking down the science so that you can understand how the science connects to your everyday life, to what we're talking about, to the paradigm shifts we really want to get into. And more importantly, how you can use this information for your own personal uh, transformations and your own personal evolutions. So this paper came out in the proceedings of the National Academy of Science. It was revolutionary in so many ways and it discovers it discovers it describes excuse me it describes a missing law of nature now this is something that you don't really hear about every day right this is a really important norm in the areas of science and the way that the natural world works so today we're going to be going beyond even just plants we're going to be talking about the natural world in its fullest extent. And that's what's so exciting about this paper. So this excited, this paper talks about, again, a missing law of nature. Now, there aren't that many laws of nature, okay? We don't, it's not like science has 700, you know, list of 700 of them. And many of these laws of nature are kind of become in, you know, understood and we, we talk about them and we know them really well. But in essence, this new law states that I'm going to read, I'm going to read the paper, the, the science daily, article, the science tech daily article that I was, that I got this from, and I'll, I'll post this in the show notes so that you can, you can actually read yourself. It says in essence, the new law states that complex natural systems evolve to states of greater patterning, diversity, and complexity. In other words, evolution is not limited to life on earth. It also incurs in other massively complex systems from planets to, and stars to atoms, minerals, and more. Now, when you first read this, you're like, okay, well, 
it might even come natural to you, the idea that everything evolves. I say it all the time. Nature has one goal, one goal. Taught to me by my, you know, my professor, Stefano Mancuso, one goal, and that is to evolve. And so from a physical perspective, the natural world wants us to evolve right wants us to continuously move to greater states of patterning diversity and complexity what does that mean in your life that means that your life becomes richer over time that is what the natural world wants you to do patterning means that the things that i do that i do on a regular basis especially become easier because they fall into some types of patterns which allows me to then make space for new things. So that's the diversity. So patterning, I have the things that I do on a regular basis become more encoded into an easy flow. They flow. This is the ever popular when I'm driving home, I almost don't even realize the path that I'm going because it becomes automatic. So these are the things that are simple, and routine, and they can even be somewhat complex or they feel complicated at the beginning, with time and with practice, they become easier. And therefore they fall into a patterning, making the amount of energy required for you to do them lessens that energy and it opens you up to the ability to bring in more. Not bring in more as in overwhelm, but bring in more as in the things that I do on a regular basis become easier, giving me more space in order to create other things. Diversity, multipotentialites, you know this. I talk to you about this all the time. Not only do I bring in more, but I can bring in more diverse things because as the pattering happens, I bring into my being consciously um, a more simplification of the overall process, right? Or at least from the way that I feel when I do the process. That way I open myself to be able to not just take in more, but to take in more diverse ideas and see exactly how those fit in. Because I'm looking at them from the perspective of the deep pattern, from the element that they represent. So I am looking at them and even though they are multiple things, as I work with that, the more I spend time with this diversity, the more I start to see how these diversities um, flow together? How is it that they converge through? How do they weave in and out of, of threads that are happening, that there are these codified pattern threads that I have set? And then complexity, the ability for me to maintain multiple diverse ideas, systems, applications all at once, I am able to do more with less. And this is exactly what we in spiritual physics from, from the Dominarian philosophy of spiritual physics, talk about the law of complexity. The idea that we can always be moving towards this greater amount of complexity, which is when what can be simplified, simplifies into codified steps, consciously taken, right? So the idea that I choose 
that I want to encode this into myself so it becomes easier for me to flow with it because it has been encoded into who I am, then I can take on more diverse points of view, more diverse ideas, and see what it is, how is it that these connect in, see where they weave into the overall patterning that I've created. And that means that I can hold greater amounts of complexity, more rich discussions, more rich environments. I can do much more with much less energy and much less time. And this is exactly what is necessary in order for your evolutions to last. So when I change only, I'm only moving from one state to another. But when I evolve, I am flowing through a series of steps that move me from just making the decision and trying things out to finding the rhythm of it and going into the patterning, to being able to then open up to new levels of, of diversity, to being able to hold states of maximum complexity. I'm really moving through multiple places. And so to, to really represent this, I'm gonna give it to you. So from a scientific perspective, I'm so excited. I wanna like jump all over the place. So I'm trying to kind of give it to you in a way that makes the most amount of sense. And I welcome your questions on this because complexity in and of itself is complex, not complicated. Let me be very clear. Notice that I'm using the word complexity and not complicated. Complicated is convoluted. Complicated means that I'm, I'm kind of adding all these different things that don't fit. Complexity is when I find the patterns, I can then I can hold multiple levels of, of diversity and diverse ideas, diverse thinking, diverse experiences, all in that. And in this particular case, from a scientific perspective, it is now being proven that, that the overall mechanism of our universe, our entire universe is meant for us to evolve. Every single thing around us is in a pattern of evolution and is moving through that. And we as human beings should also be a part of that. We are a part of that. We tend to hold ourselves back. We tend to look for the quick change, but quick change doesn't last. Because when I go into quick change and I don't allow for all of these different steps to happen, then what happens is I just change again. The first time I connected with a plant and actually received a response, I got chills. It is such an invigorating sensation when you break through like that and realize just how connected we are and that we are nature. As a nature-inspired mentor myself, I was super excited to stumble upon the SHIFT network and its mission to empower a global network of evolutionary change agents. Talk about my kind of movement. There are so many inspiring thought leaders, healers, empaths, and other visionaries all under one roof, each with an individual and collective mission to help you reawaken and co-create a just and prosperous world. Now check out the show notes, click on the link, and learn more about the Shift Network. Consider enrolling even in a course or two. They are the perfect complement to your evolving naturally conscious life. I hope you enjoy what you find in the Shift Network and come back to the Naturally Conscious community and let us know all about what you're learning and exploring. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... 
Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So the most important piece that I want you to take away from this first piece, from this first half that I'm, I'm bringing to you is that this law should give you comfort in the fact that you are throughout your entire life going to be constantly changing. If you allow that change to go through a natural progression, which I'm going to talk about from both a physical perspective, like we just started to talk about today now, right? I was just giving you some of the physical characteristics that are connected to that evolution, right? The pattering, the diversity, the complexity. Okay. So you, when you go through this, then you stay on the other side. You are now a more evolved being that can hold more with less. You require less energy exp uh, expansion. You require less um, fatigue in order for you to do more. And that is what true evolution looks like from a physical perspective. And this paper proves to us that the entire universe was constructed for this exact reason. This is one of the natural laws. So of course, if you try to hold back your evolution, if you try to resist who you are and you don't move towards that evolution, you're gonna feel exhausted, exhausted all the time. Because with evolution, with complexity comes, again, more space. With complexity, things become easier. And that's really where we want to go. So you want to open up yourself to the ability to let that change go through its full stages in order to become an evolution. And this takes time. Honestly, it does take time. Evolution takes time. You know, we see it all the time around us where we see certain evolutions and we think they just happened, but then we realize, oh my goodness, this is a long time in the making, right? We can use the metaphor of a plant evolution. As a plant is evolving, the plant is mutating and then stretching, maybe even migrating, right? You don't actually see it all like one little petal that comes out slightly different, maybe a small shape that is different or maybe a seed that uh, took flight and landed farther away from where the, um, the, the first plant was, right? And then over time, you realize that that seed has kept moving generation after generation is now hundreds of miles or kilometers, depending on whatever you use, away from what, where, the, where that plant originated. And that's part of the evolution, looking towards new places where that plant can thrive and flourish. Or in the case of a petal, right? A petal starts to have a new shape or a plant starts to have a slightly different scent or the plant has a different color, a slightly different color. And over generations, over time, testing out, experiencing, now all of a sudden a new pollinator is being attracted because the plant has evolved new characteristics. These are things that take time, but in the end, provide a huge reward to that plant. And it's the same thing for you. 
when you are evolving and you give yourself a time to go through all the stages of evolution, that's when you actually can reap the rewards of that complexity, where things become easier, where it becomes much more natural because you step into the flow of your evolution, because you're moving in the direction that you're supposed to be going to. So you're not feeling that same resistance. That doesn't mean that things don't go wrong. That doesn't mean that you don't have to test out and sometimes have hardships. But those hardships feel like part of the process rather than something that is holding you back. It feels like something that you're supposed to experience in order to find the pattern, in order for you to step into it. And that's what happens when you move to greater, greater complexity. People often ask me like when I'm doing a discovery call and we're talking about starting a mentorship and a coaching program, and they're saying, well, how long should we work together? And, and I always say my ideal program, my flowering tree, for example, is one year. Sure, we can test out. I have a seed pack that's, you know, four months for us to test out how we work together. But if we work well together, we, you know, that commitment of a year is necessary because evolution takes time. We need to try different changes before you can see the pattern before you and start to sink into and solidify that pattern. So we need to have that time for you to test for you to stretch, for you to explore, for you to even understand, and for you to then codify that into your true being before you can say that you can hold on to the next level of evolution. So that complexity takes that time. From a spiritual perspective, as I was saying, in spiritual physics, we say that in reality, complexity goes through four stages. And these are the four stages that are, from a spiritual perspective, the the kind of the, what's the, the analogous journey that's happening on the physical. And I love this. I love that this new law kind of proves, this new law proves what we have already been talking about in spiritual physics for so long and what we have been applying ourselves. First of all, you have the first stage, which is the expression of the matter, right? The expression in that first stage. I need to express myself. Remember my tagline, right? Resist the urge to hold back your evolving green brilliance, right? Your green brilliance is you need to start to express yourself because if you don't express whatever it is that you want to change, if you don't start to move through different ideas for which way that evolution should go, then you're never going to go anywhere right? You're just going to be static and holding yourself back. And for us, that is the anti-life principle, the idea of holding yourself back out of fear, out of not wanting to change, out of all kinds of different things. So the first thing you need to push for is the expression of that matter, the expression of the change that you want to have. The second is the birth of life itself, right? This is a much wider concept than the idea of just, you know, biological birth, obviously. This is taking that first level of expression and giving it a form, giving it a shape. So this is that birth that happens when I birth a new project, when I take some part of myself and I birth in the sense of I commit myself 
to going and working on that. There's lots of different ways that this can show itself. But the idea is that after I have expressed my intent and I have gathered up information to decide and consciously choose the direction I want to go, then the next thing is for me to give life to that project, to give life to that expression, to really birth it by providing some kind of container within which I can then work. After that is the birth and the, the evolution of that thought, right? This is now the refinement stage. This is the fact that I start to test and I start to move into different forms of testing and I start to gather up data on which direction works best for me. So I try something over here. I try something over there. I start to put my plan in place from a Kabbalistic perspective. We think of this as, you know, thought, then planning, then um, thought. Wait, hold on. Now it's like we have it thoughts. And then you start to kind of gather up the information, then you plan it all out and then you express it by acting through it. So you have these different levels and this is the exact same thing. My expression is my thought process of like, okay, this is what I want to do. And I'm, I'm putting in my intention and I'm showing my will to make this happen. Then I give it a container and I start to contain and I start to birth it inside of that. So I process through what is it that that's going to look like and what container is going going to hold it. Then I bring it out by putting my plan and starting to put my plan in motion. And I start to look at the areas that I might have to, to fix. And this is also the place where I start to evolve my idea somewhat or my concept or whatever it is that I'm working on. And then the last stage is where that becomes codified inside of me. The process goes from a simple kind of idea thought form up to a multi-dimensional multi transcendent concept. This is really what we talk about when we talk about divinitizing matter, right? So you go from expressing something and like putting your plan in motion to then looking at the refinements and taking this from kind of like a simple thing to a multi-complex piece where it starts to become a part of who you are. It starts to become part of what is happening. And I'm, I'm kind of mixing metaphors right now because obviously I could give you so many different types of examples, which are personal development examples, which are per, uh, examples of business projects, which are examples of, you know, uh, passion projects that you're carrying out, their family. There's so many ways for us to really express this type of work. And it can come through many different channels. What is important in all of this for you to remember is the idea that you need to express your intent right? You need to think about it. You need to process that, give it a container, understand, create a plan around it. You need to start working on that plan and carry that plan out. And then you need to start to tweak and refine and see what are the parts of it that need to be integrated into yourself. And these stages are the exact same stages that we were talking about with patterning, and diversity and complexity, because it is that final stage of complexity where you have elevated everything up and you've divinitized that matter because you've taken something that was just an idea swirling in your head, whether it was a project or something you wanted different for yourself, and you have now brought it out, birthed it into the world, and have then reincorporated it into yourself so that you are now 
at a new level of evolution. When these levels, this type of evolve, we have a, a more structured, more, um, another word for, you have more structured, you have more layers of density to yourself, to your project. And you can take your project through this multiple times, right? Because every level of evolution is going to be a new level of complexity. And this is why over time teams become more, uh, they work better together. They're able to do a lot more in less time. They're able to um, make their the investment, the money that you spend actually last so much longer. You're able to even produce so much more. Those are those increased levels of complexity. But in order for that to actually happen and for it to be long lasting, you need to take everything through all these different stages. You need to be able to integrate this back in your being and have this feedback loop back and forth, right? The natural world is always creating that feedback loop that allows me to always add new levels of density, new levels of integration, new levels of patterning in order for me to have a higher level of complexity. And when that is integrated and patterned, then it becomes something long lasting. Up until then, it is all just minor changes. It's all just changes and changes could, you know, changes could just be reversed in some ways but when you do it in this way it becomes an evolution and that means that if there is some anomaly that comes in place something that completely changes right your your market changes for your business or you get hit with some kind of really adverse or difficult situation in your life you because this is now an integrated part of who you are are much more resilient and resistant and can more easily take in this anomaly that has happened this this and look at it just as another element of diversity of which to put into the system and churn through in order to reach a new level of complexity itself so in some ways challenges become more nourishment Challenges become the thing that pushes you to continue to evolve forward. So you start to now have these two different levels. One is I want to evolve further from a place of continued growth and expansion and moving out to bigger and better levels. And it also becomes a place of growth that comes through challenges and adversities that then allow me to create much more resilient systems. And it's an ever spiraling panel. It's what we call the spiraling up. And when you reach that fourth part, there is no return. You can never go back to the simplified version that you were before. The project can never go back. You can never go back. Because now when that complexity has been hit, just as we were talking about the universe, right? Just about that expansion that happens at every level, that complexity that gets added, that evolution that has happened, it is always yours. And so from there, you can choose where to go next, but you never really slide back. This is why, for example, in Kickstart Your Conscious Revolution, when we finish, since it is a boot camp and it's quick and it's five days, we talk about what is it the elements that you're going to put in place in order to continuously reinforce this change that is happening this this movement that you've had and the shift that you've had during the time that we were working together in order for you to reach the next level of your evolution and in order to ensure that that evolution becomes codified inside of you that it really is just a, a really is a full evolution and not just a change so I'm really excited about this new development because, again, the fact that 
modern science is now proving the physical, the spiritual physics that we have been working with for so long, for me is extremely exciting. And it also helps me better understand my own personal evolution and the evolution of all of my clients. It helps again, create that framework. And it also proves why you need to give yourself time, be kind to yourself in that process, especially once you go from expression to first birthing of life, so many things can happen and you're going to have slides back and moments of difficulty, but that's okay because you are on a trajectory at this point. And even all of that churning in the middle doesn't change the fact that if you stick with it, if you get the support you need in order to be able to reach that next level, that next level, nobody will ever be able to take away from you. So I hope you've enjoyed this. I really want to hear about how evolution and complexity has entered into your life. How do you see the word complexity and what are the tools that you can use in order to reach it? I would love to hear that, you know, so please leave me a comment. And if you like what we've talked about, like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff that helps other people reach this. And I will be in the Naturally Conscious community waiting to have this discussion with you. So please join us there anytime. Until then, this is me, Tigria Gardenia. Remember, resist the urge to hold back your evolving green brilliance, because when you let that out into the world, you take a conscious action to move into a greater level of complexity and to move your evolution forward. And I wanna be there to support you and watch you do it. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Reconnect with Plant Wisdom. Intro and outro music by Steve Shuley and Poinsettia from The Singing Life of Plants. So join me, Tigrila Gardenia, and my plant collaborators next time on Reconnect with Plant Wisdom.